This is a busy time of year, we know. December and January can sometimes feel like a sprint without a finish line. You might be tired from celebrating the holidays, or you might be thinking about making some New Year's resolutions, or maybe just figuring out how to drive in a snowstorm is occupying your thoughts. Making plans for your five-year-old to attend kindergarten next year might be the last thing on your mind. It might seem early to start making plans for next fall while you're still in the middle of this winter, but we're here to tell you it's time. I think you should start thinking about kindergarten now. (laughs) Yesterday. If you have a student whose fifth birthday will be on or before September 2nd, 2021, then your student is eligible to attend kindergarten next year. While online registration doesn't begin until later in the year, it can be helpful to start thinking now about what you'd like to do next year. What school will your student attend? How will you register your student for school? What is the Kindergarten Supplemental Hours of Instruction program? How do you apply? In today's Connect Canyons podcast, we'll answer all of those questions and more. We're joined by Instructional Supports Administrator Kenna Sorensen and Teacher Specialist Leanne Fisher to discuss everything you need to know about kindergarten. If you're feeling overwhelmed or worried about sending your little one to school for the first time, you're in the right place. We're here to help make that back-to-school moment a little easier. The transition to kindergarten can be a big step for families who are going through the process for the first time. But sometimes, believe it or not, the change can be harder for parents than the students. As a former kindergarten teacher for six years, Leanne Fisher says, it's important to remember that kids are resilient. Their attitudes towards school can be influenced by the messages they hear at home about school. Really, every child is ready for kindergarten according to the state according to research at five years old when they are um, before on or September 2nd so let's give our children the opportunity to try as a family let's try and start those conversations now with looking but also start those conversations with your child about kindergarten let's get ready for kindergarten start having some of those routines start getting some of those routines as far as when we have our breakfast our lunch and, um, and talking about kindergarten. Get that backpack ready. Get some of those school materials ready. There are some other steps parents can take now to begin the transition to kindergarten next year, like figuring out what school their student is assigned to attend. School boundary information can be found on our website, www.canyonsdistrict.org. Former principal and instructional supports administrator Kenneth Sorensen says it's worth it to reach out to your school now to get the ball rolling. The big push from schools will come definitely January if they haven't already in December, just looking and doing that student search to try and find those incoming kindergartners. So if you do have a kindergartner that is going to be joining us next year, then you want to be connecting with the schools, I would say at the beginning of January to at least kind of check out their registration process get your name on a list so that when they are ready to send out information, they can get it to you accurately and just have the information everyone wants. They're looking for number counts right now. Once parents reach out to their schools and let them know they have an incoming kindergartner, each school makes preparations to acclimate their students. Some schools have an assembly just for kindergartners where they meet their new teacher and see their new classrooms. Some schools may begin the registration process early and allow parents to present their proof of address, vaccination records, and student birth certificate in the early spring. 
while other schools may wait until the summer to begin the registration process. Be sure to reach out to your school to find out what their registration process is like, and if there are any key dates you need to add to your calendar in advance. Another thing you may be interested to know is that most schools have an AM and a PM kindergarten. Parents who have a preference for one or the other can communicate that to their schools when they reach out for more information. Four of Kenyon's schools, Copperview, East Midvale, Midvale, and Sandy Elementary schools, receive federal funds through the Title I program. These funds are aimed at increasing the reading and math achievement of students who are economically disadvantaged, and they support programs such as full-day kindergarten for students who live within the school's boundaries. Parents who don't live within the boundary of a Title I school can apply to enroll their student in Canyon's Supplemental Kindergarten Hours of Instruction program, which offers additional hours of instruction to schools that offer half-day classes. The learning material in kindergarten includes colors, letters, shapes, and reading, but for a five- or six-year-old brain, those topics can still be pretty difficult to learn. As Leanne and Kenna say, Learning how to read is a huge challenge for young minds. Well, reading is rocket science, and that's what we've been discovering. So with the research that says that it's not a simple task. And a lot of it starts, though, with not reading for fluency and comprehension, right? Because we're we're still learning to read. So that's where we take it back to the level of, in kindergarten, teachers are really working with the foundational skills, which is the phonemic awareness and phonological awareness and phonics. And that's where students need to be able to identify and hear the sound and then connect it to a symbol before they're expected to be able to put it into text, right? So in kindergarten, a lot of their work is going to be that segmenting, blending, adding and deleting those sounds, all just by hearing, right, that phonemic awareness piece before they even see it. Breaking words down into sounds is a fundamental step in teaching kindergartners how to read. As you listen, Leanne will give an example of how a teaching method called I do, we do, is done in the classroom. That's just explicit instruction routine where I teach a lesson, so I'm doing it. Now we do it together to make sure that we're able to do it. Now y'all do it, and then you do it independently as an application piece. So for example, if I'm teaching um, segmenting or blending, I need to bottle that first. So the sounds would be k, at, what's the word everyone? Push it up with me. Now we do it together, k, at. Now you do it, and I silence my voice and then you do it through an application form where I might have you write it. So it's just in that cycle is where I might see during your you do that I need some more instructions. So I go back to an I do and say, let's try that again, everyone. You push up your sounds. The biggest instructional difference between the tuition-based supplemental kindergarten program and half-day kindergarten is students in the supplemental program have more time at school to practice those exercises that reinforce concepts like phonemic awareness. While traditional half-day kindergarten provides about 2 hours and 40 minutes of instruction every day, students in the supplemental program receive nearly 4 additional hours in class. As Leanne explains, more time in school provides more opportunities for growth and more time for students to reiterate what they've learned. It's kind of like making a groove in a piece of wood. And the supplemental program allows time to make the same groove deeper. Canyons District has the best teachers, let alone the best kindergarten teachers. We have um, the opportunity for the students to stay longer, and that's what your tuition is paying for, for them to be there longer. So the students are still following the same scope and sequence that a half-day teacher is. They're just able to go a little bit deeper with those standards. 
but those students are still following that same scope and sequence. So if they're teaching this standard this day, no matter what, if you're in half day or full day, they're still teaching that standard. I'm just gonna be able to go a little bit deeper because I have more than two hours and 40 minutes. I have a full day. Students in a half day program are also gonna have a longer opportunity for the oral language block. They're gonna have that time to have their lunch, their recess, and then they have um, the brain booster, which we also offer in the half day, but they're gonna have a little bit longer of an option and opportunity for the brain booster program as well. So they get all of their academic core standards. It's just going deeper. It's not going faster. It's not going ahead. It's, it's really aligning it parallel and going deeper with those standards. Canyon's innovative supplemental kindergarten program was first piloted in 2016 in four CSD schools. Since then, the program has grown to 21 schools. The growth is determined by community interest and support, and whether a school has space for the class. So it's really, really taken off. And we actually do get a lot of questions from um, other districts about how we're doing this. Because a supplemental program offers more hours of instruction than a traditional half-day kindergarten class, there's a tuition cost associated with enrollment in the program, which covers the additional hours the teachers at school. Tuition is $295 per month, August through May, or $2,950 for the school year, with a 10% discount for those who pay for the year in full. The one-time registration fee is $100, but scholarships are available for students who are facing economic hardship. Leanne encourages anyone who is interested to apply for a spot in the program. We look at the um, federal or poverty guidelines to see if you would qualify for that um, scholarship. And then that means you are taken care of and you don't have to pay any tuition. And Usually we try to keep it at about 25% of the program and um, we always make accommodations if we need to as far as giving the students what they need. It's, it's never a matter of um, a fine line. Like I said, we want kids in the program. So we always just say apply, try, and let's see what we can do. The application, which can be found on Kenyon's website or on KSIH, canyonsdistrict.org opens at 10 a.m. on January 20th and students will be notified on February 11th whether they've got a spot in the program. Some of the schools fill up quickly so Leanne and Kenna recommend applying promptly if you're interested in participating in the program. That said, even if you don't get accepted in the first round, don't give up hope. Leanne says spaces can open up before school starts. By no means do we ever say that any of our programs are full because what a family might choose to do in January does change of what they might do in August. So we do have a wait list that is also available that generates based off of the enrollment. So we always say that we're, we're accepting applications. We try to share with our schools and our administrators and our administrative secretaries in those schools to communicate, please apply because like I said, Families' plans change all the time, and they might move, they might move out of the district, out of the state, which then opens up a spot. And if you didn't apply, then you're already now behind of where you would want to be. But if you would have applied and that lottery would have been put into a number place, you have a better chance of getting in because you, you've applied. So it's always open, the application. By the time the first day of school comes around, you might notice a little bit of crying happening. But in Kenna's experience as a principal, watching students attend school for the first time, those tears are more likely to come from parents than their students. 
they were just another student in our building who was enjoying their experience. So I know there was, there always is with kindergartners, those first few days or even the first few days where you have to release them to go into the building. I always enjoyed that day as a principal because sometimes parents seemed more upset than the students did as they're saying goodbye to them and off they go. But, you know, very rarely did I as a principal have to step in and help a few kids just make their way into the building. And if I did have to do that, it was just for a day or two and then they were acclimated to the program. We know it can be hard to let your little one go on the first day of school, but planning ahead can make the transition for everyone a little easier. Kids are resilient. When I asked Kenna and Leanne about the best part of being a teacher, they both agreed it's being around little people who are just so excited to learn, even if it's rocket science to them. As parents, we're learning too. So if you have questions, we're here with answers. Don't hesitate to check our website or send an email to communications at canyonsdistrict.org. We'll get through this together. That's it for us this week. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week. And if you like our storytelling, be sure to encourage a friend to subscribe.